live on SEN Track. Welcome to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel. Toby McKinnon in the host chair. I've got four weeks filling in for the great Jason Bonington. Dan Malecki, as usual, is there. Now, Dan, race for the Pride's Easy Feeds Pace. And the top of this show, I talked a bit about the fact that uh, 25% of races end up quinellering leaders, leaders back. Now, I think this might be one of those races, and I think we could get some value. Relentless me... I think holds the will work to the front and hold the front. It's Miss Montana sits on its back. Do you think that Denimora will get to the top, Dan, or do you think that Alan Tormey will park it? Well, unless Denimora is a faster beginner than Relentless Me, which I, I think so. not. Yeah, um, Relentless Me. I think you would have confidence that she's just about right now. Yep, yep. Um, that was a very good run last week. That was uh, her second run within that week. She'd backed up from the Monday and look, she was very good and is a quick beginner, and I think would have to utilise her gate speed. I thought Beach Life was a better beginner. She disappointed me last week. I. I thought she would be a faster beginner. She could have led, and and I, I thought she was reasonably poor in the last 100 or so metres. Um, she's run some good races this preparation. The one that's got the gate speed that could test Relentless Me early is Kiang Jackie. Mm-hmm. Coming along pretty well. Didn't utilise it for speed last time. They did previously. So it's capable of getting across, and I just wonder whether or not um, it's able to drop in on the pegs ahead of its Miss Montana. Um, if that's a possibility, I'd be including Key Young Jack- Jackie in the mix. Dana Moore is going from strength to strength, and we really don't know where her ceiling is, and is going to be the one to beat regardless, but I don't think you'd want to see her sitting without cover. I'm not saying she can't win from that position, but you mightn't feel that comfortable if that's where she lobs. Yeah. Uh, because Relentless Me uh, in front, or Key Young Jackie, who, if Key Young Jackie did lead initially, would probably take the trail, so I think she'd be a better horse on the pegs. And Beach Life, as I said, I know she's coming back to the mare's grade, but she disappointed me last week. Uh, she's probably got some claims there, but I, I thought she was better than what she showed, so I've gone off her a little bit. I've tipped, um, I tipped Danamora, um, but oh, flip of the coin as to whether I put Relentless Me ahead of her. I put five to one and four. Yeah, I'm thinking very similarly. I think Relentless Me holds the front. I put a question mark. Could Beach Life end up on the leaders back here? Similar to what you said about Key and Jackie, I'm sure Beck Bartley is going to be a wake up to that. And it's Miss Montana. It can't be underrated in this. It's Miss Montana. They went 154.4. It came from four back the pegs at Bendigo when she won at $26. That was over the short. This uh, and she's had that had a long gap of 12 months. So, uh, I just think she might be underrated. So the one and the two for me are probably where I would be playing for a little bit of value. Denimora sitting parked. I think this will be her toughest test of date since coming to Australia. Is six out of six. Has won twice being parked at uh, Maryborough on two occasions. And I don't know. I just can't leave Monomia out of first fours. I just don't know why. I just always throw her in for fourth. So I went one, two, five, and six. It's... Miss Montana won at the long odds, as you said, last start. The horse finished fourth in that race, yeah. has since won at Melton and lines up in the rising sun. Doesn't look too bad a form line, does it? He's <laughs> yeah. Charlie's angel. Yeah, it certainly does. He was first up on that occasion. But, 
I, I think she's got a lot of ability. It's Miss Montana. She had really good New Zealand form. And Colin Thomas, who's an astute trainer from the Riverina, had a really good horse called Business in Motion, who you probably remember, Dan. He's had yeah. a lot of horses with business in their name, I reckon. Run Business Run was another one. Uh, yeah, he, he's an astute trainer. Had the horse for some time, has now come down to Stephen O'Donoghue and Beck Bartley and talk about astute. Uh, those two are a wonderful team. And, of course, owned by Mick Boots. Who, Mick Boots has 12 runners on Saturday night, four at Bendigo, four at Albion Park and four at Menangle. How's that for a busy night, Dan? Gee whiz, I know what I'd be doing um, <laughs> uh, on the Saturday night. I'd be putting feet up. There'd be a, a <laughs> bottle or two of Pinot Noir. And <laughs> yep. you can imagine every betting um, um, uh, company would have a page open to them. It'd be a good night, I suspect, at home or wherever you were. Yeah, correct. Race five, the J.A. Mazzetti painting. Koala King for for all. We've had, had a lot of discussion about Koala King this week. Uh, it's an interesting race. This was the race, if you ask me on confidence levels, uh, I was nearly the lowest for the entire night. Do you end up just saying better isolate will be much better? We heard from Matt Craven uh, last week on Trot's Vision that there was a little something go through the stables. He's had a little virus go through. He's had a few horses with hoof problems. He hasn't had a winner for, for about a month, Matty, so... I know Amy Day's there as well, got that winner last week, but it'll feel like all those horses he had last week will be second up this week. If you treat it like that, I think Better Isolate can improve and probably should win, Dan. Um, I've worked around him. I, yep. I just Even the start before, when he was a long odds on favourite, he made ground, he was too far back, couldn't win, but even when he got to a position where he could have finished, he didn't finish off the last 50, and I thought similarly last week. I mm. I know you've given some reasons why he might improve, and I think I've got to factor them in, but um, I just haven't been enthralled by the way he's been finishing off his races his last couple. Prior to that, uh, been very good. So I, I have actually worked around him, being the first leg of the quaddy, probably can't afford to leave him out of your wider quaddy. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I thought, like, this is a, a free-for-all and there's only one horse in this race that has won a race at their last three starts. Um, and that is, and that was, well, it was Mildura Cup, so it counts for more than just being at Mildura. Not that there's anything wrong with it that. It is but the yeah, that's right. He's the outsider and the only one that knows how to win a race. Um, but but having said that, it's a pretty talented field. A uh, good bunch of uh, fast-class horses. I thought the horse that was open to the biggest improvement here, uh, particularly having drawn barrier number two, uh, is Perfect Stride. I thought he was, he was solid enough in a race where he was only third up uh, and he drew badly at Melton last start. And here he's got a gate where he could maximise, utilise it um, positively. Uh, and I think he's the horse that offers... Um, I think he's a good each-way play. He's my value for the night. Race five, number two, perfect stride. I mean, he's a decent quality horse and he should be cherry ripe in a field of horses, most of which are either not at their top or um, uh, are still building fitness to get to their top. So perfect stride, number two, each-way the horse that went really well first up was Yorkshire, and I, I initially when I looked at the race, I thought, oh, you're ready to win, but it's no no weaker, is it? So he might be in the mix as well. Tango Tara, frontline draw, and, and I put Better Isolate in for fourth. I, it's one of those races where in the first leg of the quaddy, I'd be happy to go narrow with perfect stride and then take another one and go a bit wider, but I'm very keen on him 
uh, Toby, perfect stride for a, a good, quali- good quality pacer as perfect stride has been in his career. He either wins this or goes really close or it's back to the drawing board for Russell and Nathan. I looked at the fields on Tuesday or Wednesday morning and then I spoke with my great mate Darren Carroll and said initially, I hadn't done the form at this stage, but I said, I think this looks like perfect strides race. So, uh, you know, I reckon he'll be really good value. And Darren texted back and said, the market's out from the tab, he's $5. And I'm like, oh, really? I thought he'd be 10, 15 yeah. to 1. And then I've done the form, Dan, and I just don't think the race maps well for him. I'm not sure. Do you think he'll cross Courageous Saint? Um, well, I can't see why not. It just depends on whether at this level, Courageous Saint I would say is just short of the grave. At least he gets a good gait. He's got speed. He might be better taking the trail. Um, it just depends how quickly Perfect Stride is there. And yes, yes, I do. I, I, I think he can. I, I've seen him come off the gate uh, well enough from uh, difficult draws and push on. I think from barrier two, he should be fit enough now. He's got a barrier draw that he can maximise. Uh, and that is, if, if he wasn't able to be pushed off the gate, he may as well have drawn nine or six or something like that. And and I think um, at least for the first 100 metres, Nathan's going to have a look to see if he can cross the outsider of the field. And that's what Courageous Saint is going to be. And I think he's pretty effective when he chases Courageous Saint. While he's got gate speed, he's probably a better place hope if he did trail. Um, Max Delight doesn't seem to have the speed he used to have. Yeah. He can be quick enough. And then maybe interest-free is the other one out wide. If Courageous Saint did hold up, it might be yeah. because interest-free can work across. So that could be other tactic to be involved. Tango Tara gets out okay. Springer's in his step. Would he hand? Would he um, press forward first up? No, I think it's no. unlikely. Yeah, no. And Yorkshire probably doesn't have the gates. But I, I think it's made to order for perfect stride. And he doesn't have to lead to win. This is not a race. This is not a racehorse that just. He has to lead, does he? No, I mean, I agree. He, he, but I wouldn't want to see him sitting without cover. Well, well, my numbers are nine, three, five, seven, with very little confidence. I want to hear. I want to hear what Nathan Jack has to say and what his plans are with Perfect Stride, because he he said a couple of weeks ago or a couple of starts back that he'd be going back with this horse from now on. He he just he didn't like what happened that first up run when he went around into the chair, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that that's ringing in my ears, but. I can be swayed any which way for this race. James Herbertson yesterday, Dan, wasn't overly confident about Yorkshire from that draw. He thought it was a tricky draw. He he knows he went really well first up, but that was from the pegs. And I don't think he'll get to the pegs. Uh, I think Tango Tara is a relatively safe bet because I think he'll go forward in the race. But he's $7.220, so I'd say he's about the right price. Who in the end's great value at eight fifty and two forty, at least two forty the place. Like he's gonna be on the pegs, he's gonna beat courageous Saint home, you would think for sure and certain, but whether he wins the race or not, and I'm pretty sure Dan Max and Delight's been a seven year old for about five years. Yeah. Um he feels like he's a lot older than seven. It seems like he is, but he's not. He says he's seven here, so I have to believe it. I just could make cases for why every horse couldn't win the race more oh, so for sure. more yeah. so than why every horse could and I think that goes to your original point about none of these horses have been winning so um oh, nine three five seven zero confidence uh, my tip is fire Dan on that uh, until I know more from Trot's vision on Saturday night <laughs> how's that for a tip let's get a we'll get a breakaway Dan we'll come back we'll get through three more races six seven and eight.